and welcome to Pandemic Podcast from Deccan Herald, a podcast in which we focus on COVID-19 and the news around it. I am your host Akash Sriram. Today is the 22nd day of the lockdown in the country declared on March 25th, which will continue till May 3rd. In today's episode, my colleague Varsha talks to Deccan Herald's Northeast correspondent Sumir Karmakar to understand why the region has very few cases compared to the rest of India. We also have El Subramani talking to Avril Quadros, a transformational coach helping people manage stress. And we have our regular DH fact check. Before we dive into the stories of the day, let's see what the numbers say about India's COVID-19 scene. At the time of recording this at 7am on April 15th, Wednesday, the total number of cases in India has crossed 11,400. Yesterday, more than 1,000 cases were reported. More than 1,250 people have recovered until yesterday. The Union Ministry of Health and Family Welfare's website said last night that a total of 353 people have died due to COVID-19 in India. According to the data aggregated by Worldometer, India is now in the 19th place globally, just behind Israel. Maharashtra has crossed 2,600 cases, while Delhi has crossed 1,500 cases. Yesterday, Maharashtra reported 350 new cases. As for deaths, Maharashtra tops the chart with 178 deaths, while Madhya Pradesh stands second with 53. Karnataka has seen four deaths in the last two days. The state has had a total of 260 cases, out of which only 179 are active. A 61-year-old man returned from Dubai to Coimbatore in Tamil Nadu. He skipped quarantine and went out to distribute packets of food to police personnel. Now, he has tested positive for COVID-19. Officials are trying to trace his contacts, but the task is proving to be difficult as he is known to have travelled to several places in Coimbatore and met many people. Coimbatore now has the second highest number of cases in the state. With the announcement of extension of lockdown measures in the country, Indian Railways has cancelled 39 lakh tickets. Passenger train services have been suspended till May 3rd. Indian Railways said in a statement that all passengers who book their tickets online and offline will get a full refund. The Director General of Civil Aviation has also announced a ban on all domestic and international flights till midnight of May 3rd. Budget airlines Indigo and Spicejet have announced that the ticket amounts were protected in a credit account linked to the PNR and passengers can use it to book tickets in the future. A Gujarat Congress MLA from the Ahmedabad area, Imran Khedawala, tested positive for COVID-19 hours after holding meetings with Gujarat Chief Minister Vijay Rupani, Deputy CM Nitin Patel and many health department officials. The news has shaken the entire state government. Here's Deccan Herald Ahmedabad correspondent Satish Jha on the implications of the incident. Hi, I'm Satish Jha. As new challenges emerge in Gujarat with the rise of coronavirus cases, the state government is said to be in panic after the Congress MLA Imran Khedawala tested positive hours after meeting the top leaders of the state, including Chief Minister Vijay Rupani, his deputy Nitin Patel and Minister of State for Hompadeep Singh Jadeja, besides senior health and police officers on Tuesday afternoon. Khedawala represents Jamalpur Khadia seat in the wall city of Ahmedabad, which is part of coronavirus hotspot. He, along with his party MLAs, Gayasuddin Sheikh and Shailesh Parmar, had met the chief minister and other leaders in the state capital, Gandhinagar, where they discussed modality of imposing curfew in the wall city to check the spread of virus. 
All the three MLAs are said to have travelled together to Gandhinagar in a car. The meeting was held at Chief Minister's residence where the video clips shared by the government do show that safe social distancing was maintained by the Chief Minister but none of the leaders were wearing masks. Secretary to Chief Minister Ashwani Kumar said that CM will be consulting experts today to decide what procedure will be followed and whether they will be quarantined or not. He said that Kheerawala should have avoided the meeting since two days back he had developed symptoms like flu and fever and his samples were taken. He should have waited for the report. This could be a big setback for the government since most of the top leadership including ministers, IAS and IPS officers were part of the meeting. State government wanted to talk to Kheerawala and Gayasuddin Sheikh since they represent constituencies largely dominated by minority community and where a number of cases are being detected. And considering that Ramzan is around the corner, the government wanted to start an aggressive campaign to test each and every resident in these areas. With 373 positive cases and 13 deaths, which is more than 50% of the total cases recorded in the state, Ahmedabad is the worst hit city. And the wall city area of the city has contributed to more than 200 cases. That's the reason why curfew has been imposed in this part of Ahmedabad. A large number of people who migrated to other parts of India went back to the northeast before the lockdown began. As of now, the COVID-19 cases in the northeast seem to be very few. Assam having the highest in the region with just 32 cases after testing more than 3,000 people. In conversation with my colleague Varsha, Deccan Herald's northeast correspondent Sumir Karmakar discusses the COVID-19 situation in the northeast. Hello, I'm Varsha and with me today is Sumir Karmakar, the Deccan Herald correspondent from the Northeast. Welcome, Sumir. Hi, Varsha. Good morning. It seems as though the cases of coronavirus are very few in Northeastern states. Why is this? Uh, see, Varsha, as of today, we have 40 positive cases so far in seven states of the Northeast. Out of these 40 cases, 32 are in Assam. Okay, okay, and uh, we have reported two deaths so far. Uh, unfortunately, one uh, one positive person in Meghalaya he died uh, this morning only. He, he he was a doctor in Meghalaya capital, Shillong. So total case positive cases 40 so far. So the question comes: Why the number is less compared to rest of the country? What the health officials and uh, government authorities here are telling? They had uh, taken some prompt actions to contain mm-hmm. the spread of coronavirus. And the first thing what they are saying is that you know the northeast is connected uh, by four kilometer corridor in Bengal. The 99% of our geographical area is connected by international borders. So what the government did first they sealed the international borders. They closed the border gates. Manipur mm. closed the border gate with Myanmar. Uh, Assam closed the border with Bangladesh and Bhutan. Achal, there is a market close to the China border where people from China used to come for doing business. Uh, so Urnachal immediately shut that market. Chances of uh, cross-border infection uh, was was less. One reason, the second reason what uh, the officials are saying is this uh, lockdown. Northeast was little prompt in imposing lockdown. The northeastern states had uh, imposed the lockdown 40, at least 48 hours before the country where lockdown was announced by Prime Minister Narendra Modi. The third reason is, as you know, that uh, uh, thousands of people from the northeast who works in uh, other states, particularly in South Indian states like Karnataka, Kerala, Tamil Nadu, 
and even in Maharashtra also. So as soon as the COVID-19 spread in those states, these people from Assam, they rushed back to their homes. So what the health department in Assam and police did, they identified these people quickly and uh, put uh, the village-level health workers into action. They instructed the health officials to monitor their conditions. They put them, put all of them uh, gradually into quarantine and inside their homes. These ASHA workers monitored their conditions uh, every day. You know, those who did not follow the protocols were brought to the quarantine centers set up by the government, Assam government. Do the states have enough testing kits and protective equipment? Yes, the government officials claim they have uh, sufficient numbers. Particularly in Assam, Assam government is saying they have more than 85,000 PPEs as of today. The health minister, Mr. Himantabisha Sharma, the day before yesterday, he said they are well equipped. Uh, they can handle uh, the situation. But uh, if we talk about other states, the smaller states like Mizoram, Nagaland and Manipur, so their, uh, their stock of PPEs are not enough as on today. One thing is that, you know, the states like Nagaland and Urnachar Pradesh, they even don't have testing laboratories in their own state. So now they have to depend on the testing laboratories in Assam. Government is claimed they have, they have, they are well prepared, but what the health officials, some of the health officials are telling, they can hold up the record that they are not well prepared or they don't have the sufficient number of PPEs or other equipments. But yes, the center has already sent consignments of uh, personal protective equipments through Indian Air Force aircrafts. Now about the infrastructure, the healthcare infrastructure, are there enough labs and are there enough tests being conducted? The number of tests are still very low. Talk about Assam. Assam has done about 3,300 tests as on today. Uh, out of the 3,300, 32 were found positive. Mm-hmm. If we talk about other states, the smaller states like Mizoram and Manipur, number of tests are ranged between 200 to 300. In a state like Mizoram, having population of over 11 lakh population, they have mm-hmm. tested about 200 people. So you can well, uh, you know, imagine how small is the number of testing. Will the healthcare infrastructure be able to bear the brunt of a possible spread of COVID infections? As of today, there are very less cases, but uh, what uh, some of the health officials are telling us, if uh, the virus spreads very fast, they will not be able to control, except Assam. Assam is comparatively a little better because they have uh, several uh, quarantine centers. They have quickly set up quarantine centers, government quarantine centers. And Mm. uh, they are also, uh, they have also, you know, uh, set up uh, ventilators in district levels, in some of the district level hospitals, and they Mm. have converted all the five medical colleges into only COVID-19 hospitals. They have shifted uh, other other patients to the private hospitals, So and and they have reserved the medical college hospitals only for the treatment of these COVID-19 patients. Moving on, detention centers have become a cause for concern due to the cramped living conditions of the detainees. Could you tell us a little bit more about these conditions? Yes, uh, detention camp, the issue of the detention camp is a long uh, subject in Assam. As you know, more than 800 people, those who were declared foreigners by foreigner tribunals in Assam, are now lodged in six detention camps. These detention centers are 
are inside the jails basically in district jails central jails including in guwahati there is one detention camp in guwahati also inside guwahati central jail family members of these people are saying that the living condition of the uh, detention camps is not good they are living like uh, any other criminals uh, even as they have completed their uh, jail terms as per mm-hmm. the foreigner act so what uh, their family members and some ngos and human rights activists are demanding is that these people should be immediately released they fear that this covid-19 can spread inside the jails because of the poor living conditions as you know day before yesterday the supreme court uh, the honorable supreme court issued an order in which it said uh, in it instructed the government center and assam government that you know those uh, who have completed more than 2 years inside detention camps should be released but uh, what uh, government officials in assam the home department officials mm. who looks up the affairs of the jails are saying telling us that you know they are safe inside the jails because once they come back and mix with the people outside the chances of uh, infection is more uh, okay. they have also uh, what the jail authorities are telling us is that uh, they have already prohibited the entry of visitors for the time being uh, till the covid-19 situation improves so one thing the second thing what they have done is they have set up separate new cells for the new inmates so that new people new inmates uh, do not mix with the uh, existing inmates inside the jails so they are saying they are uh, safe inside detention camps thank you sumir for joining us on pandemic podcast stay safe that was varsha in conversation with deccan herald's sumir karmakar on the coronavirus situation in the northeast Moving on my colleague Subramani spoke to Avril Quadros a transformational coach during these testing times she's offering free training on cognitive skills to help people manage the stress of staying at home and also prepare them to join regular activities after the lockdown Joining us is Avril Quadros who knows all about transformation having successfully adjusted the career trajectory from being a musician to a life coach avril just tell us about uh, the kind of skills that uh, you are teaching in terms of staying at home stress to manage this manage the stress of staying at home and also to sort of uh, prepare people get to the streets when the time comes thank you so much uh, for this question so right now i think uh, subramani we need to focus on simplicity declutter and mindfulness which will lead to inspired action so i'll just break it down for you very briefly so taking the first one simplicity simplicity in the sense that what really matters to you at this time you know an event like this can really shake you up to your core and when you're shaken to your core your foundations are basically questioned and if you're smart which we all are intrinsically smart you can use this kind of stressful situation to deep dive into what is your life about what are you actually living for what are your priorities what is your purpose and how you can up level your life with an unfavorable situation like we are facing because if you can up level your life through concerted action in an, a situation like what we are facing which we have never faced in our lifetime before then you can be ready to kind of unleash your potential when the lockdown lifts 
The second thing is declutter is very essential. We're all in this sensual trap of cluttering our lives with material objects, people, uh, you know, outdated thought processes, uh, you know, unreasonable attitudes, uh, you know, biases uh, about this and that. Now is the time to declutter from these things. So really taking action in terms of journaling. Take the time to be aware of what is your clutter. Be brutally honest with yourself. This is, uh, you're building a relationship between you and you, your, your uh, conventional self and your higher self or your conscious self. And then you have to have an action plan to declutter. The next thing is mindfulness. Now, mindfulness, according to me, has helped me a lot in my life. And it's a complete game changer. Just starting your day as soon as you wake up with mindfulness of what are my thoughts? How am I feeling? What triggers a negative emotional state? What are the actions that I take which are mundane actions and not really required right now? How can I replace this? Most people are in a zombie state, especially now, because you can't move out of your house and most people can't move within their houses. And it's not a, I'm not talking about just physical movement. I'm talking about any kind of movement, any kind of growth. So it, mindfulness gets you out of this kind of a zombie inertia state into taking action. Because only when you're mindful about what you have to do in your life, then you can take action. So this can be very dangerous to a person by just being in this, you know, a kind of a comatose state. So we need to take action for our mental and cognitive well-being. Now, what, is, what does it feel like to be a transformational coach or a life coach in, in these times of online parties and self-isolation? Because these are times when it's, it's a, I think it's even a harder job yes. to make people in, to believe in, in, in positive attitude and positive life. I think everything begins and starts with your energy. And through my system of Kundalini Plus, I show people how to convert an experience. So there are three things we need to talk about. An experience, an awareness, and then transcending that awareness. So you have to be, yes, there are online parties with different apps. And, but have you noticed that people are still lonely? They're still isolated? Because if you don't d- develop a relationship with yourself, Subramani, it, it, you can be in a sea of people at the greatest rock concert of your life and you will still be lonely. The problem is that we as human beings are social animals and we've been conditioned by society to actually look for companionship on the outside. Most people are not their best friends. So I think uh, I need to basically give people a chance to transform through a three-pronged approach. First, you have to be aware of what are you going through right now. And this requires brutal honesty. Be aware of what you're going through. What is the experience you're going through? Everybody is having experiences nowadays and most of them are negative experiences. Okay, You need to be aware of that and then flip it. And then transcend that awareness of this negative experience with cognition or action strategies. Because like I said, if you have an experience and you don't do anything about it, or if you just have an awareness of an experience, but you don't action it, then you might as well not really deep dive into anything. So it's a beautiful dance between experience, awareness, and transcending that into something actionable. So right now there's fear around the virus. There's fear around money. There's the stress of the economy starting right from the nuclear family and building outwards. And then, of course, one of the human needs is the need for certainty. And right now, none of us have certainty. We are all uncertain. 
And so when you use this above, this principle that I just spoke about, this, this three-pronged approach, you need to focus on what action you are prepared and ready to take when the lockdown ends. Now, it's not going to happen like the lockdown ends on the 30th and you start making a plan on the 29th. You've got to start now. So I think look at everything as a blessing. You need to start by being compassionate with yourself. So I have special curated courses online on YouTube at Avril Skews, on my website, avrilskews.com and go and check them out. They're free. Start, build a practice. Start with you. Think about it like this. You're in a cocoon as a caterpillar. And when you emerge, you have to, your wings have to be well-formed. You have to be a brilliant, beautiful butterfly and dazzle the world with your color and with your intelligence, with your integrity, with your action. The power of one can change the world. So let's start understanding and transforming ourselves right now. Think of yourself as right now you're in a cocoon because you're literally cocooned and cooped in. And when this ends, you're going to be a gorgeous, beautiful, compassionate, uh, full potential butterfly. Avril Kodros, thank you very much for joining us. And it's a pleasure talking you're to you. Thank you so much, Subramani. All the best and stay safe and stay blessed. And everybody who's listening to this, thank you so much. My heart goes out to each and every one of you, sending you love, light and good metta. Thank you. There are many rumours, a lot of fake news and troves of misinformation doing the rounds on the internet. Here's my colleague Ahmed busting myths and debunking fake news on DH Fact Check. I'm Ahmed Sharif and this is DH Fact Check. In today's Fact Check, some media outlets had reported that the army has been deployed in Gujarat to implement the lockdown. When this was noticed by the Indian army, it immediately tweeted that the news was fake. The army's tweet read, Fake and incorrect news found published in print media about army deployment in Gujarat and instructions given to army personnel on leave and due for retirement under present circumstances. It went on to add, media is requested to confirm such inputs from authorized sources only prior to publication. A five-minute clip of a policeman entering a premises, visibly coughing and sneezing, and falling to ground followed by him being held by other cops and being taken in an ambulance is viral on social media. The claim is that the policeman is infected by coronavirus and the incident took place in Bihar's Hajipur jail. Alt News, a fact-check website, found that this was a clip uploaded by a news channel showing a mock drill. Ever since the lockdown began, there are pictures of animals reclaiming their rightful place and that the earth is healing itself in the absence of large-scale human activity. One such video shows a flock of birds and it is claimed that the incident occurred in Chandigarh. Alt News found that the bird spectacle was actually from a riverfront in Ahmedabad, where a large number of birds flocked together in a seasonal phenomenon called murmuration. The same video was shared with a different narrative to show that earth is healing. That's our daily dose of fact check. That was Ahmed on DH Fact Check. That is it for today's episode of the Pandemic Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, do rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Yes, we are now available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and many more of your other favorite platforms. Do share this with your friends, family, and on social media. For latest updates on coronavirus and other news, log on to deckinherald.com. Follow our social media handles on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. To be updated on the go, follow our Telegram channel t.me forward slash news for instant updates. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Take care, stay safe, stay indoors. 